Test one, two, test one, two. Coming in hot, checking out these streams. Welcome to today's show, ladies and gentlemen. Bear with me. Looks like we are live on DLive. Hello, everybody on DLive. We're giving Twitch a shot today for the first time. I got a Twitch account now, guys. You can go check me out over there. Um, yes, I have indicated that this channel is intended for mature audiences. Mature audiences only. You must be mature in order to watch this show. Let's see if we're, how we're doing on the Twitch. This is my first time. Uh, oh, there we go. Now it works on the Twitch. Very good. Let's go check out the foxhole. How's everybody doing at the foxhole? We should be good over there. Perfect, perfect. We got... All right, looking good. Oh, and then let's make sure that we do the rock fin. And we're live on the rock fin. Very good. We are live everywhere we need to be live. And I can't wait to get into today's show with you. The truth is rising, my friends. Welcome to Way of the Truth Warrior. My name is David Whitehead. If you're tuning in for the first time, <laughs> I don't really know what to tell you or how to prepare you for uh, what we're going to get into here. Welcome. I hope you go and check out my website, dwtruthware.com, so that you can get up to speed with who I am, what I'm all about, the kind of stuff we're going to get into on this channel. Uh, you can see all my past work right now. I've got a bunch of stuff on Rumble, BitChute, um, Rockfin. I've been deleted off YouTube, Spotify, Facebook, Instagram for speaking my mind and sharing information that I find valuable in these times. Uh, so we are going rogue. We are the rebellion and we are looking to find out what is the truth? What is really going on? we got a lot of people telling us what's going on, but what is really happening? What's really going on? That is what we're going to try to dive into on this show. That's the goal. Uh, I didn't have any guests this week. It's uh, going to be a lot of uh, that. Were Monday, Wednesday was a uh, basically a lot of me presenting news and commentary. I hope you got lots of value out of Monday's show. Actually, got a lot of positive feedback about it. Uh, just covering the current pandemic insanity and all that good stuff. We're going to go more into that a little bit, but I want to I want to show you guys a lot of the good things that are happening. I think it's important to talk about that. Uh, we can't just focus on the problem. We got to also see that the problem always presents us new solutions, new ways of seeing things. And it's amazing to see that the arguments that are coming from the powers that shouldn't be are crumbling, 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 crumbling all around the world. People are waking up. They're reclaiming their freedom. They're reclaiming their, uh, their seeking of the truth. They're uh, trying to take their lives back. They're trying to get informed or thinking outside the box. And that is really pissing off a lot of people at the top because they want you in a box, literally, and also figurative, figuratively. They want your mind in a box so that they can mold you. And on that front, I hope you were able to catch, it was really last minute that I announced it, but I was invited on to Sean Atwood's show on his live stream on YouTube. Go look him up. Um, I was invited on there to co-interview Mike Rinder. Anybody heard of Mike Rinder? This kind of gets in line with uh, all the stuff I've been talking about regarding cults. And he, 
just a quick background about him to prep you for the interview if you've never heard of him. He was born in Australia. He was raised in Scientology, which is a major cult. Uh, and Mike rose to the top of the Scientology worldwide hierarchy. He actually worked with the Scientology founder, L. Ron Hubbard, and his successor, David Miscavige, Miscavige who he claims is actually a full-blown sociopath. Uh, he was the international spokesperson for Scientology for more than 20 years and the head of its Office of Special Affairs. But Mike escaped back in 2007, leaving everything he had known behind and started a whole new life with nothing. He's become a well-known whistleblower, exposing abuses in Scientology, teaming up with Leah Ramini for the critically acclaimed groundbreaking Emmy award-winning series on A&E Scientology and the Aftermath. And Mike is an effective advocate for those who have been abused in Scientology and beyond. Um, really had a great conversation. Uh, I was able to ask all the questions I wanted. He was an open book. I even sent some of the questions in advance. And he was like, yep, go ahead, ask what you want. So I was really impressed with that. I learned a few things from him. And this is it was a great opportunity to go on Sean Atwood's podcast because he's got an incredible amount of followers over there. He's been doing some good work on that. and. Uh, it was great because I'm currently continuing my own research on the series that I've produced, which you can get right now on Rockfin called Cults of Death and Power. And that was my journey into the world of researching cults. Where do they come from? Who leads the cults? More importantly, who follows the cults? And I wonder if you check out some of the information I present to you in those series, uh, if you'll start to see some correlations to what we are experiencing now and what is being exposed now. And this is all good stuff, even though it's scary, even though it's like, wow, that's a deep, dark rabbit hole for us to open up with. It's crucial for us to understand the main point here, which is human psychology, mass psychology, uh, the master slave dynamic. Uh, not only understanding the sociopaths and psychopaths that, you know, will do anything to gain power but also trying to understand the mindset of the slave, the slave think, the person that is willing to give up their freedom, their mind, their body, their autonomy, their individuality, their creative expression, willing to give that up to be a slave to these masters. And so that's really the big question. And that's the question we're faced now, aren't we? And so anyways, really, really cool stuff. Lots of more stuff coming your way. And um, I can't wait to be able to present more on that subject here on this platform. So what are we doing today? Well, first of all, how are all of you? We've got people from Pennsylvania, Australia, UK, Canada, you, oof, all over the place. Welcome, welcome. Well, I've got two subscribers on Twitch. That's amazing. <laughs> Hello. Uh, we'll see if we can grow that channel. I don't know. I'm just trying it out. We'll see if they censor me or not. But either way, we're here and we are live. So we're going to do something here today. I'm going to go through the news and the stuff that I wanted to cover with you. I've got some clips, got some articles, got some ideas to share with you. And then I'm going to try for the first time. We're going to see how well this goes. This will be a running experiment to see the best way to do this. But I want to try to do a call-in uh, section of this show if we got time. And I, I'm going to make sure we have time. So I'm going to go through this as quick as I can. Um, and then I'm going to be dropping a link on my telegram only. And I'm doing that because it's just easier for me and it might thin out the amount of, uh, calls I'm going to get when I put that out. Uh, 
Um, so make sure you go follow me on Telegram. You can get it at my website, dwtruthware.com. It's right there or my link tree. Uh, so I'll drop it in that chat. And anybody, it's basically first come, first serve. And if you want to jump on, camera on, camera off, doesn't matter. Um, you can, I can pull you in. You can ask a question, talk for a minute or two, and then we'll see if we can get a few people in at the end of the show. Sound good? We're going to test this out. So that said, let me not waste any more time here. There's lots going on. Uh, let me let me do this. I'm just going to queue up my screen share, and let's dig in. Let's dig in. So here we go. Let's start off with this. I found this to be quite interesting. We have Governor Ron DeSantis, who has been a rebel with a cause uh, in terms of political leaders and governors coming out to basically listen to their constituents and override these ridiculous restrictions. Uh, so we we're hoping more politicians come to their senses and, um, they can do one of two things. They can either answer the call for public live unedited debates, scientific debates. So I don't know, Doug Ford or Bonnie Henry or wherever you are in the world, your politician, your whoever's, whoever's the gatekeeper for your freedom right now. Um, the challenge has been laid by literally over a hundred thousand doctors and scientists in the highest levels of the medical scientific world, challenging the guidelines, the lockdowns, the policies, the mandates, etc., uh, on a scientific basis and issuing challenges of debate that have not been answered. And that's a very interesting thing. Like I would love to see Anthony Fauci duke it out with, uh, with some of these people just to see where it lies. Because I'm the kind of person, the truth is earned through battle. So you can't just say stuff and make up a bunch of rules and ruin everybody's life and scare everybody unless you've got a really, really solid backing in the truth, um, which by the way, isn't always determined by peer-reviewed scientific studies. There's, there's also uh, a lot of weird stuff going on in the scientific world, lots of backdoor deals, lots of interesting flows of money. Um, and so there's the illusion of science and then there's the actual process and scientific method of discovering what the truth is. And so we're hoping that more, uh, politicians stand up and start to speak out for the people speak out in, in line with the constitution, with the bill of rights, with the charter of rights and freedoms in Canada, with the Nuremberg code, with just basic human decency, common sense, and humanitarianism. How about that? Um, and actually following the science. So anyways, governor DeSantis has declared COVID state of emergency over, and he overrides local restrictions. So, uh, this just came out. So declaring Florida's COVID-19 emergency over governor Ron DeSantis on Monday, signed an executive order invalidating all remaining local emergency COVID orders and signed a bill into law that bars businesses, schools, and government entities across Florida from asking anyone to provide proof of a COVID vaccination. I think it's the evidence-based thing to do, DeSantos said, at a St. Petersburg restaurant where he signed the bill with House Speaker Chris Spowles. Whoa, got the video popping up. Uh, and Senate President Wilton Simpson at his side. I think folks that are saying that they need to be policing people at this point, if you're saying that, you are really saying you don't believe 
in the vaccines. You don't believe in the data. You don't believe in the science. We are no longer in a state of emergency. Well, I don't really know if I believe in the vaccines myself, but at least he's getting rid of the state of emergency and not requiring it, making it a free choice, which is what it should be. Shouldn't that be what it is? Shouldn't that be what it is? This idea of uh, the government, you know, bringing in vaccine passports uh, is just, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Okay. We're talking about a virus with a 99.9 X percent survivability rate, depending on your age and your health status. So you, it's just like the flu in that regard. It's just like anything else. Nobody's saying we don't want solutions. We just don't want to be pigeonholed into one singular solution mandated by the governments of the world all at the same time. Uh, that would, that's the end of freedom. If you caught Monday's show, you'll see exactly why there are so many people uh, that are very skeptical, very concerned about taking this jab because it's not even actually classified properly. It's not really a vaccine. And you're going to say, Dave, you're not an expert. You don't know what to say. No, I'm just quoting the experts, the people who left Pfizer and the documents themselves and, you know, listening to other doctors and people who research this stuff, uh, people who develop vaccines with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation coming out and warning the entire world against this particular vaccine for many, many reasons. I went into VAERS and covered just the less than 1% of reported incidents, and that's based on the Harvard study that confirmed that regarding bears, uh, the numbers already are absolutely blowing up for people who are having all kinds of reactions, severe reactions, deaths, paralysis, anaphylaxis, seizures, etc. Uh, you know, Bell's palsy, the whole deal. And for that, for that to be happening already, and you got to remember, we, we don't know what this is long term. Uh, and for the governments of the world to be walking around saying and on all the, you know, the, the media, we're going to get into Jimmy Kimmel's statements and all that in a minute. Uh, for them to all just be trying to act like you're just a total idiot. You're a, you're a fringe conspiracy theorist. You're stupid. You don't have a medical degree. You don't know what you're talking about. Um, this is totally safe. It's totally effective. It's the only way back to freedom. If it wasn't for you guys questioning these things all the time, then, uh, we could just get back to our normal lives. They're crafting the narrative. They're crafting the argument, but guess what? Here's the good news guys. It's coming apart at the seams from every level, from every single level. The truth will win out in the end and it might not be what you think. And that's okay. So with that, let me uh, bring up, I just have to show you this. I'm sorry. We have to endure this together so that I can debunk it for you. Um, let me just do this here real quick. Oh, wait a second. Let me, boom. There it is. Okay. Had some weird echo in my thing for a second here. So let me do this. I don't know if you guys caught it. I, who, does anybody even watch Jimmy Kimmel after what he did to Mike Lindell? And these guys are just clowns, man. I'm telling you. But hey, that's just my opinion. Let's see what he's got to say. And uh, then we'll, we'll take him to test. He's trying to have a joke here against people who are skeptical or concerned in any way about this, this vaccine. So let's see it. 
don't get more people vaccinated, we could see new mutations of this virus and go through this all over again. So as a public service, we asked some real doctors to offer their best advice to those who are on the fence about the vaccine and pay attention because this is important. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor, an actual medical doctor. I've practiced medicine for 21 years. I am a critical care nurse. I've been a nurse for 16 years. I spent four years in undergraduate school then four years in medical school. And then another five years as a resident in emergency medicine. Look at all of my diplomas. I worked a second job to put myself through nursing school. I'm 53 now, and I won't have my student loans paid off till well after I retire. I can name every organ in your body and tell you exactly what it does. Did you know there are between 60 and 100,000 miles of blood vessels in the human body? I know that because I've studied human bodies. Did you know the human body has 205 bones? Well, you're wrong. It's actually 206. I did know that because I'm a doctor. Did you know that eating raw ginger cures cancer? You did? Good, because it doesn't. I've saved people's lives. I've cracked open a chest and manually beat a human heart. I've even delivered some babies in the back of cars. Do you know how many people have shown me weird skin things at parties and asked me if they were dying? Too many. My life is spent trying to improve and save yours. Oh, but you read something on Facebook? Your friend from high school who sells jewelry, she posted it? The one who's 53 and still builds dollhouses? You heard what on whose podcast? Is he a doctor? No. Scientist? No. Can he name one of the ingredients in the vaccine? Can he point to his gabella? Then tell him to shut the up. The gabella's right here, by the way. From that polio shot we gave your kid, and then your kid not getting polio, well, those two things are related. How about this? You do your job, I'll do mine. Get the vaccine. Get the vaccine. Just get the vaccine. Grow the up and get the vaccine and tell your friend on facebook to stick to jewelry brought to you by people who are smarter than we are okay this is too easy to this is too easy but here we go i'm gonna just we we just have to deal with this they're clearly going after the low-hanging fruit all right this type of an argument works extremely well with people who um you know sadly they don't have a lot of trust in their own ability to learn anything, right? And and they need to go only to experts. Now, let's point out a few things because there's so many things wrong here. Um, did you see the little bit when he's like, did you see all my diplomas? Do you see the whole basis of the argument? They're trying to basically say that doctors, have you noticed this? Doctors, scientists, trust the science, trust the doctors, trust you know, this is the, vi- this is how these types of narratives get crafted where you've got somebody breaking the number one rule of an argument, which is just to appeal to authority, right? This is part of it. It's in philosophy. You can look at it. You know, the, what are the different ways that are acceptable to actually do scientific argumentation? Number two, generalizing and putting everybody in one basket, meaning we have this group over here that trusts the doctors as if there aren't any doctors at all that have any questions or concerns about this current vaccine or the whole policies or whatever, which there are, we'll get to that. Uh, the other thing, so they go one category is people who are the doctors and all the people that listen to doctors. And then there's the category of people 
who build little toy houses and they're just your friend jewelry and they're just your friends on Facebook and they don't understand the human body because they have they didn't go to the experts to, to understand the human body. Um, and so they are just the stupid, uh, dumbed down idiots that are out there spreading a bunch of medical misinformation and they should be silenced and censored and don't listen to your friend trying to warn you or anything like that. Don't think about this outside of, of any boxes that have been created for you. It's whatever the doctors and the science say. But that all comes apart when there's other doctors that have a totally different view, especially doctors that outrank those chumps, okay? Like seriously. And I mean, I'm personally of the mindset that you don't need to insult your own intelligence so much that you have this belief that you yourself, you're not capable. I mean, you have a mind, you have reason, you have logic, you have the ability to learn, hopefully pay some attention that you don't have the ability to educate your, to educate yourself about the human body, learn about the 206 bones in the body, learn about the organs, learn about health, learn about food, learn about nature, learn about the medical industry, which should be separate from this big word of called science. There's science. And then there's the industry which has all kinds of very interesting things that need to be broken down and understood by people. Um, let's, let's not forget, and then let's not forget that in the United States, the number two cause of death is medical malpractice by doctors with all the diplomas on the walls and that went through medical school and jumped through those hoops. Do you see how it works? It works in a way where it's an... It, it, people think, well, I didn't go to medical school. I didn't do all that work. There's no way I have any understanding of health or what's right for me. So therefore I should just take this medical product without questioning it because the doctors said to do it. And the, the people will say, well, yeah, I'm not a mechanic, so I'm not going to comment on how to fix my car. I'm going to go take it to an expert. There's nothing wrong with having experts and doctors and mechanics and all that kind of stuff. But when it, when it comes to the way that governments historically, cults historically, and religions, etc., historically have crafted narratives, created hierarchies, and created this thing where you have to trust the experts only without any deviation whatsoever. There is no, you can't go outside of the cult. You can't go outside of the political doctrine. You can't go outside of the, the religion at all. That's the mindset they want you in. That's how they're crafted. And anybody that rebels against that is seen as the outsider. It's the us versus them. This was a big thing that we got into with this conversation with Mike Rinder this morning was just what... Like, and we use Scientology as an example. And there's, you, your mind would be blown how many cults there've been, how many there are active in the world from every level and every strata of society. It's amazing. But they all follow a very similar blueprint. You can't deviate from the dogma. You can't question the authority. You can't seek outside advice from anybody who's not a member of the cult. And uh, you will be shamed. You will be, when, when, um, when Mike Lind, uh, Rinder went into what Scientology does to anybody that leaves Scientology, that's a mind that that'll blow your mind. Okay. That'll blow your mind. And you'll understand that we're starting to see that type of behavior happen with this entire thing that's going on with this pandemic. 
And we've got the government over here with their experts and their doctors saying one thing. We've got the people, we've got other doctors and, and all these people that have come out and said, hey, my expertise says that we should totally proceed with caution here, or none of this is necessary, or there's a lot of dangers that are involved in this. And they're not telling you the dangers, which is a big problem. It's, it's not science. So if there's a danger and they're not telling you, and they're telling you just to trust and do what you're told, that's not science. So they can say, trust the science. They can say, these are the doc doctors, look at them. Don't listen to your own intuition. Don't think for yourself. You're starting to see the ingredients of, in my opinion, a cult, a medical cult. That's what this is. So let me do this real quick. So he, someone meant, one of the guys said something about polio. They're trying to make fun of you in there. They're trying to make you feel like this is authoritarian language. Okay. This is how these people operate because they're trying to bully you and pressure you into only listening to them and none other. But let's check this out. Um, actually, before I do that, I want to show you the cover of the book that you must read. And here it is on my phone and my Kindle. It's called Plague of Corruption. You can get it on Kindle. You can order it, whatever. It's by Dr. Judy Mikovits and Kent Heckin Lively. And um, <laughs> you just got to hear what this woman has to say, what her testimony is. She is one of the highest ranking. She was one of the highest ranking medical scientists of her sway. She worked under Anthony Fauci. She was one of the lead authors on numerous studies. She developed and worked in the immune therapy, vaccine therapy realm. And what she has to share is mind-blowing. And my question would be this. So what happens is when I bring on an ex, if I bring on a quote from a, a doctor, an, a do an expert person that has stepped outside of the cloth of the cult and set and basically spilled the beans and blew the whistle, everybody's going to go Google Dr. Judy Mikovits. And what are they going to find on the first three or four pages of Google? Hit pieces, debunking this person trying to smear them. Um, and that's a very interesting thing. And that to me, I mean, it's just amazing that this is what they want you to believe, my friends. This has been going on. What's happened to Judy Mikovits and so many other doctors and experts that have left and tried to blow the whistle, it's all happened to them the same way. They reach a very, they go through all the hoops. They get all the diplomas. They become high ranking members uh, in their medical institutions and organizations. Then they have a wake-up moment, they see something happening, they start talking about it, and then all of a sudden, their impeccable record is just destroyed. They're literally ganged up on, and there is an entire assault mechanism that takes place on these people. And it just reminded me of my discussion this morning um, on, this, on Scientology, about what they do to people that leave Scientology. They harass them, especially if they were influential. They harass them. They bring them through the court. They, they try to ruin their lives because they left. They're the traitors, right? And this is what this medical cult does to its own, who use science to all they do is critique 
what these health agencies are saying, what your government is saying, what the media is saying, what that doctor over there is saying. They come out and go, I have a different medical opinion. Here's what my research so showed, and it's not pretty. Do you think the medical establishment that is literally one of the most powerful agencies on this planet, and I'm going to prove in the Cult of the Medic series coming up, uh, that it's one of the most ancient, ancient cults in the world. But either way, whatever your thoughts are on that, we could say this. Western medicine was hijacked at a certain point in history, and it was turned from its original, in many ways, in many ways, it's a miracle, but in other ways, it was turned away from its original intention. And it is now operating as a, one of the biggest businesses in the world. And it is owned and funded by some very, very interesting people and organizations that you need to know about. Do you think the average person watching Jim, Jimmy Kimmel is going to have the time or the patience to sit through this show and learn about it or go read, you know, the stacks upon stacks of books that you would have to read by experts, you know? And that's just like a little sampling. No, they don't. And that's what these soothsayers are counting on. They're counting on you to be stupid. And the only reason you might be stupid is because you have willingly given up your own mind. You don't need to have the diplomas on the wall to understand how your body works, how to stay healthy, and how to not get all these different diseases that are plaguing this planet under the watch of the medical cult that runs everything in the health industry and has hijacked science and kicked out any scientist, no matter how high ranking from its fold that dares challenge what they're doing. They have a body count behind them. These pharmaceutical companies, these medical establishments, they have a body count behind them that would blow your mind. And they always just go, oh, it was a mistake. You know, we're all, we're, science is evolving. You want to make an omelet? You got to break a few eggs. Excuses, excuses, excuses. When it comes to them being under the spotlight. But one solo person, Dr. Judy Mikevitz or anybody, I could, I could literally sit here and do a whole show just recounting since say the 1920s or before till now, how many doctors have come out and blown the whistle on cancer and blown the whistle on AIDS and blown the whistle on all these um, just the history of all these, the drug industry. These are the same people that used to tell you that I'm talking about the cult. Now, these are the same, same people that used to tell you about spraying your kids with DDT, that it was good for you. DDT is good for me. Those were the ads. Now we know it's a cancer causing carcinogen. Um, they told you smoking cigarettes is totally cool. They told you genetically, all genetically modifying your food is totally cool. Spraying all these chemicals and radioactive fertilizer all over the earth is totally cool. It's not going to do anything. Allowing all these uh, chemicals to leak into your water supply that are causing all kinds of degenerative issues, audio, autoimmune issues, other cancers, etc., um, mental problems, health problems. That you know, those were all approved, and then later it was retracted, kind of quietly. And the world doesn't. We don't update our textbooks. We don't update our thinking on it. So then when big health events happen or any of these big things happen, we just, we forget about the history of the World Health Organization, which is horrific. It is. You think I'm, you think I'm pulling your leg? Oh my God. 
Don't get me started. Just go look into its track record of making predictions and being proven wrong and there be catastrophic effects from them being wrong and governments enforcing their edicts. And here we are with a lockdown for 14 months that has caused far more death and destruction than any this virus ever could have. When you really pin it down, when you really look at it honestly and objectively, and I've done that forensically with scientists and doctors, by the way, not just me sitting here blogging from my house with real experts and facts to show you along the way. I've shown it to you. We're not going to go through it all here, but just want to say that real quick. Okay. So get that book from Mikevitz. And here we go. This is going to blow your mind. If even part of this is true, we have a lot uh, of things we got to look at. Let me see if I can zoom in a little bit here. So here's the quote from Dr. Mikovitz. While two drug companies, Merck and Park Davis, recalled their polio vaccine in 1961, National Institute of Health officials refused to pursue a total recall of the rest of the supply, fearing reputational injury to the vaccine program if Americans learned that PHS had infected them with a cancer-producing virus. As a result, Millions of unsuspecting Americans received carcinogenic vaccines between 1961 and 1963. And by the way, she's not the only one to point this out. Okay. The public health service then concealed that secret for 40 years. In total, 98 million Americans received shots potentially containing the cancer producing virus, which is now part of the human genome. Cause you know, there's just this funny thing that happens in nature that when you go in and tinker around, sometimes you cause permanent damage that you can't retract. So what, do you think these big guys with their big diplomas and where the experts trust us, do you think they're going to come out and admit this, that they, <laughs> there's a reason why cancer has exploded in the world. And it's not just because of some natural thing that just, you know, this is part of human evolution or whatever. Of course, they're not going to admit this to you. Are you kidding me? They'd be, they know they would get lynched. Their business model would be destroyed. So continuing, in 1996, government researchers identified SV40, which is short for simian virus 40. Go look it up. Don't Google it, by the way. Go look it up on like DuckDuckGo or uh, Yippee or something like that, or go read some books on it, okay? Simian virus 40. Remember that. So in 1996, government researchers identified, so researchers, so like, you know, trained scientists, they identified SV40 in 23% of the blood specimens and 45% of the sperm specimens collected from healthy adults. This was back in the 90s, guys. 6% of the children born between 1980 and 1995 are infected. This is in America, 6% in America. What do you think it is globally? Public health officials gave millions of people the vaccine for years after they knew it was infected. They contaminated humanity with a monkey virus that's what simian virus 40 is, and refused to admit what they'd done. Today, SV40 is used in research laboratories throughout the world because it's, quote, so reliably carcinogenic. So go fact check that. Go look it up. They use simian virus 40 in experimental research laboratories because of its carcinogenic properties. And so this is what they use it for, okay? And this is what was given to millions of people that that doctor that we're supposed to trust, well, Jimmy Kimmel had that little laughing, you know, he hit the button and the people laughed while the guy was talking. 
uh, when he was talking about, you know what, we're doctors. And when we gave your kid a polio vaccine and they didn't get polio, there's a reason why. Look, you really want to get into this? Let's get into this. Let's use some science. Researchers in labs use Simeon Virus 40, which was in the polio vaccine, to provide a wide variety of bone and soft tissue cancers, including uh, mesothelioma and brain tumors in animals. These cancers have exploded in the baby boom generation, which received the Sock and Sabin polio vaccines between 1955 and 1963. Any coincidence there? Skin cancers are up by 70%. Lymphoma and prostate by 66% and brain cancer by 34%. Prior to 1950, mesothelioma was rare in humans. And we've definitely seen a change in terms of cancer over time, especially over history. When you talk to the archaeology department and they go out to some of these tribes living out in the wilderness, they're like, yeah, we didn't see any cancer. It's only in these big cities and in these, you know, after their industrial revolution. Today, doctors diagnose nearly 3,000 Americans with mesotheliomas, I can't pronounce it, every year. 60% of the tumors that were tested contained SV40. Today, scientists find SV40 in a wide range of deadly tumors, including between 33% and 90% of brain tumors, 8 and 8 of appendiomas, and nearly half of the bone tumors tested. Excuse my pronunciation. I don't speak ancient Greek. <laughs> um, but yeah, you go, this is just taken out of the introduction to the book Plague of Corruption. The rest of the book gets into the details. And when she writes about it, she backs up everything she's saying with the documentation, with the resources where you can go look at it yourself and the evidence, which is what a scientist would do. Okay? So... I just wanted to point that out. It's a shocking statement. People who are new to this subject and are probably like, that's insane. Ask yourself why you think it's insane. Why is it insane? If you're already admitting that you're not the expert and that's why you have to go listen to the experts that are apparently all brought onto Jimmy Kimmel um, and none other exists, right? If you're admitting that you're not the expert and you need to go to the experts, then could you admit that if you are, you need to rely on experts that maybe you're listening to the wrong experts. I'm sure someone like yourself would probably say that about me. You'd say, well, you're a conspiracy theorist or whatever you're going to say. You're a denier or whatever term they've trained you to use um, because I'm listening to the wrong people. And this is where it gets, doesn't it? It's which experts are right and which experts are wrong. But then it zooms out even from that and you go, well, no, no, it's not about which expert. It's what's the truth? What is the actual truth, regardless of what experts say? Regardless of what experts say. How many times have we had scientists create something that was really, really cool on their graphs, charts, and whiteboards and computer models, and it caused all kinds of chaos and devastation to the planet and to the human race? How many times have we seen that? Just wait till the section I'm going to get into about going into the Soviet science, the medical science experiments, the Nazi science and medical experiments, how the, a lot of that came into America after the wars ended. Um, you know, there's, this goes way back. I mean, for crying out loud, 
I think it was scientists that invented atom bombs and shit like that. And how many have they exploded up in the upper atmosphere? So over 2,000 they tested. How many did they test out in New Mexico and all that on the planet? You know, we all think, we think, humans think what we know what we're doing, but then it ends up when you go back and I've looked at some of the most genius minds that have gone back through history and documented this, that the further you go, as far back as you go, all the way up to the present moment, humanity is mostly wrong. Whether, the, whether we were talking in a different time before what we call science, where they wear these white coats and they have these things and they have this new language and they tinker and they have all this technology. Uh, they're the ones that are the authorities on the truth now. Um, and again, I'm not against science. I'm not against doctors. I'm not against the, I'm against the institutionalization. I'm against the corruption. I'm against the cult mentality. That's what I'm against. I'm against the anti-science flying the flag of science. That's what I'm against. I'm against the anti-medicine and anti-health flying the flag of medicine and health. That's what I'm against. I'm against lies and deception that lead to negative consequences on my health, on your health, on the health of this human species that is at stake right now because we're being told something under the banner of expertise that is being challenged all across the board but we're only given a narrow bandwidth of information, which we draw our conclusions and our belief systems and our, what we're going to do from, and we don't even think twice about it. That, that itself, whether you agree with me and my particular position that I've come to after 18 years of dedicating my life to this research, um, if you agree with me or not, it doesn't really matter. That's totally cool. I would prefer you don't agree with me. I would prefer that you think for yourself. But... In the end, we do have to agree on one thing. We can't just start making it up as we go. And we can't be trusting known liars and criminals. That's the other thing. These health agencies, these companies that develop these vaccines and these shots, I'll just call them the shots now because they're not actually vaccines, they're genetic experiments. Um, and all this other stuff, these, they, they have a list of crimes and felonies that they've actually been prosecuted for and had to pay out billions of dollars in damages for killing and maiming people for decades. And they've lied under oath numerous times and been caught and had to pay fines for lying under oath. Isn't it funny they only pay fines and then they still continue to exist or there's just a shift in management? What about the open door policy between a lot of these, um, whether it's oil companies or pharmaceutical companies or different industries? And government. What about that swing door policy? You think of like in the oil world, the Halliburton and all that, the big monopolies there. You think of the Dick Cheney's and the Bushes of the world that are oil barons, yet getting and voted into office to make political decisions that obviously help their stakeholders. And this could go on and on. The medical establishment in America and around the world is the biggest lobby in government. They outnumber Congress. They outnumber them all. And yet we trust them blindly because we're afraid. And the reason we're afraid is because we don't know. And we're afraid of what we don't know. And we think, oh my God, killer deadly virus or whatever they're going to throw at you. One month it's this one. Next month it'll be something else. And then we go, well, my lack of expertise, I don't know what to do. So I got to go find some experts to trust. I'll, get, I'll just do what the news is telling me. It's not recommended, guys. That's what I'm saying. 
And the good news is so many people, millions of people around the world are waking up to what I'm talking about. And that's good to see. And it's going to continue. And the truth is going to win out. That's all I want to see. If I'm wrong, I'll come out and say I'm wrong. But will the other side do the same? Highly unlikely. We'll see though. Uh, I got a few more here. I'm not going to play this whole one. I just want to show you again, just to, just to kind of hammer it home for the Jimmy Kimmel watchers out there that think it's, you know, that think that's what it is. It's just people not trusting doctors and that just want to get attention and are just rebels without a cause. That's why there's all these people questioning this stuff. You need to know that there are many net doctors that are warning us about this and they've got the degrees and they got all that stuff. So that's, if that's your, if that's what you need, there's no shortage. So let's just go through a few examples here. My name is Andrew Kaufman. I'm a medical doctor and board certified forensic psychiatrist. This pandemic is not a real medical pandemic. The COVID-19 vaccine is not proven safe or effective because there has not been enough time. In addition, there is not a clear definition of any new disease for which it can be tested against. There has not been a virus that has been purified or shown to be the cause of an illness. Thus, there is no target for a vaccine. However, the bottom line is that since no additional deaths have occurred in relation to a new disease, there is simply no need for a new vaccine. Hi, my name is Hilda Smith. I'm a Belgian medical doctor, and I'd like to say that a new COVID-19 vaccine is not safe and that there is no global medical pandemic. For almost 20 years, the pharmaceutical industry has been trying to develop corona vaccines, but never managed because they saw in the animal trials that there were serious side effects, autoimmune disorders, when the animal was exposed to a new wild-type virus. These autoimmune disorders are comparable with the complications we have seen in some COVID-19 patients. Now, due to the excuse of a global pandemic, the pharma industry has the permission to skip the animal trials. This means that we humans will be the guinea pigs and we might get severe side effects when we are exposed to new viruses. My name is Nils Foss. I'm a medical doctor in Bergen, Norway. The COVID-19 vaccine has not been proven safe and effective. It's a new technology and it's been tested on a few thousands of people in a few months. Please do your own research. This is not a real medical pandemic. The death rates in Norway are not higher than on average here. Dr. Elizabeth Evans, retired doctor and co-founder of the UK Medical Freedom Alliance. The COVID-19 vaccines are not proven to be safe or effective. We believe that it is reckless and unnecessary to roll out these essentially experimental vaccines that are using a completely new mRNA technology to millions of people when there is only limited short-term safety data, no evidence that they will prevent transmission of the virus and no long-term safety data to rule out late onset negative effects like autoimmune diseases, infertility and cancers. This is Dr. Mohammed Adel from United Kingdom. 
I am fellow of the Royal College of Surgeons of UK and consultant surgeon. I have been working for the National Health Services for the last 30 years with unblemished record. I am chairman of the Global Nectarian Organization, All Pakistan Medical Association UK, and recently we have developed World Doctors Alliance in collaboration with thousands of health professionals across the world. Recently, we had a very successful webinar, which has been viewed by millions of people across the world. I am standing for the cause of the humanity, especially in the current situation of the devastating effects due to coronavirus and its restriction imposed on the public. Many thanks. Doctors aren't allowed to question COVID-19 in public. Material containing the truth about the alleged disease and the vaccine is banned. In the last year, I've been demonized and lied about, and a 50-year career and reputation trashed by those promoting a pandemic that never was and a vaccine that was never needed. The whole COVID-19 scam is, as I said in March 2020, the greatest hoax in history. The principle of informed consent is essential in medicine, but patients now having vaccines can't give informed consent because they aren't being informed. Thank heavens for sites such as Brand YouTube, which carry uncensored videos by doctors who've been censored or banned elsewhere. My name is Professor Dolores Cahill. I'm a molecular biologist and an immunologist. And we have good news. The coronavirus and the lockdown was not as severe as was thought. We know that we can treat uh, the symptoms of COVID-19 very successfully with vitamins D, C and zinc and with very safe medicines. And so therefore the lockdown and the measures like quarantining, social distancing and masks were not necessary. And also a vaccine is then also not necessary. There has never been a licensed RNA vaccine. And this is not because there have been many clinical trials, but that in the safety studies, there was significant adverse events and death in the animals that were used in these studies over the past 20 years. My name is Zach Cox. I'm a holistic dentist and a homeopath. I'm a founder member of the World Doctors Alliance. I believe that the pandemic is fundamentally over and was so in the summer. I also firmly believe that there is no long-term safety data on any of the COVID vaccines. This means that they are essentially experimenting on us, which is against the Nuremberg Code. I will not be taking the vaccine. Hello, I'm Dr. Anna Forbes. I'm a UK medical doctor here representing the UK Medical Freedom Alliance. This is a growing body of doctors, scientists, academics and lawyers. We believe that there has been an overestimation of the public health risk from SARS-CoV-2 due to misrepresentation of data and inappropriate use of the PCR test. We call for the preservation of informed consent, medical choice and bodily autonomy. As doctors, we believe this is absolutely crucial to maintain. Thank you. I am uh, Ralph uh, Sandberg, uh, MD, PhD, uh, former associate uh, professor uh, in transplant surgery at Karolinska Institute. Uh, my opinion of uh, 
this coronavirus crisis is that uh, the PCR test uh, is inaccurate. Uh, it actually uh, um, causes uh, so many false positives. So we are scared uh, to vaccination and I don't trust this vaccine. My name is Dr. Johan Dennis from Belgium. The corona vaccine is not proven safe or effective. There is no medical emergency. It is a fake pandemic. The coronavirus is in terms of harmfulness, mortality and transmissibility comparable to a seasonal flu. And I can only reject the extreme disproportionate measures that are taken by our governments. I'm going to just cut it there because it goes on for another 20 minutes. Uh, I think Dr. Kerry Madej is in there, but uh, I think you guys get the point. There's no shortage of doctors globally that are highly ranked, that have, they come from every field of medical science that are warning the world about the points that these doctors brought up that I guarantee you, you'd never have a Jimmy Kimmel bring on their show. You'd never have an Ellen DeGeneres, where is she, by the way, on her show. Uh, you'd never have these people brought on The View with, Wick, with Whoopi Goldberg, who just said she's not going to go outside of her house until the whole world is vaccinated. Okay? This is the problem, is that we've been given a mirage that there's some experts somewhere that are the highest ranking experts and the smartest people in the world, and they all work for the World Health Organization. And all the other doctors, the hundreds of thousands of them now that have all signed on to these various declarations and movements and doctors alliances, it's coming out from everywhere. And all the nurses and the doctors that actually email me and message me personally that are just, they're too afraid to come out and say it in public. And you can understand why looking at what happens when you do, but there's this illusion that those people don't exist or they're all just, they don't know what they're talking about. But then the same people like these Jimmy Kimmels are going to use the argument and these doctors that he featured that they're just talking to you. They're talking down to you, the average person, Joe Schmo, who doesn't know anything. So therefore, just trust us. And so I just wanted to show you, and I've, I've, there's a few more here. Let's see. What else have I got? What else have I got? This one is, how long is this one? Hold on. Let me just check the time on this one. I don't want to go through this for too long. Um, this was a recent, yeah, it's like three, three or four minutes. Let's just check this out real quick. Um, I think this is important. Lots of exciting stuff going on guys. Never give up hope. Here we go. Let's do this one quick. I'm Elke de Klerk from the Netherlands, and uh, I want to state that we do not have a medical pandemic or epidemic. We also state that COVID-19 should not be on list A uh, for any longer, because uh, we now know that it is a normal flu virus, and the normal flu virus isn't on list A. So we are also um, starting a lawsuit uh, to the state of the Netherlands, to bring this in with a large group of doctors and a really large group of um, nurses also because we have contact with 
87,000 nurses that do not want the vaccine that is being prepared for us. I want to state if there is no pandemic, I am wondering why our kids are in schools with masks. There's absolute constitutional rights and they cannot be infringed or infringed for any medical reason. There's no reason for panic also in the medical practice. There's no reason for panic. The panic is created by these false positive PCR tests. 89% uh, until 94% of those PCR tests are false positive. They don't test for the COVID-19 and also uh, the rest is false negative. So we have to look at clinics. We have to start looking at clinic. Medical doctors have to stop looking at those tests. That's very important. Let's go back to the clinics and to the facts. We have in the Netherlands now the, the regular press uh, publishing uh, the news that the PCR test is not a correct test. So I'm very happy about that. So there is hope. Thank you. Statistics have come out that up until April 2020, there was zero deaths in Ireland. These are the official statistics from the CSO, the Central Statistics Office. Uh, the first death was in April. And in the whole country in 2020, we have 98 deaths out of 5 million people. So in Ireland, 30,000 people die every year, 10,000 from cardiovascular disease, 10,000 from cancer. The 98 deaths in Ireland are preventable if they had been given prevention and treatment. And we see now that probably there will be thousands more deaths in Ireland just from cancer and cardiovascular disease alone. So in public health, if you are implementing a policy that is more harm than good, this should be stopped. And we as scientists and doctors are saying the lockdown is causing more harm than good. If the politicians, the regulators and the people that are um, writing these guidelines had the interests of the people of their country at heart, they would stop the lockdown, stop social distancing and masks and, and all quarantining and bring our country back to a better normal. So, uh, yeah, we are still there, the Swedes. And uh, we have no corona almost now. It's over in our country. So we are approaching herd immunity, I would say. So we are maybe the lowest case rate in Europe right now. So lockdown made zero difference, no difference whatsoever. And there's an article in The Lancet which backs this up, saying lockdown does not save lives. And uh, Professor Woolhouse, who's an epidemiologist um, and advises the government, he said lockdown was a monumental disaster on a global scale. And he never wants to see it again. His excuse for doing it, for advising the government to do it, was panic. Now the panic's over, the lockdown must be ended. The cases are based on a PCR test, which Mike Eden, former chief scientist for Pfizer, has pointed out that roughly 90% of the so-called cases are false positive. So we don't have sick people. And it was in the press this week that 86%, 86% of the Positive cases had no symptoms. So these are normal, healthy people. We have no reason, none whatsoever, to carry on with lockdown. Sorry, I was muted there. Let me come back. So that's powerful, eh? And uh, I got a lot of questions from you. Thank you for asking um, regarding the links. I will be posting all of the links that I'm sharing with you today. 
um, after the show, immediately after the show on my Telegram. So please go follow me on Telegram. It's my favorite one. I do a lot of posting over there. I update you guys daily on the stuff that comes across my desk. And um, I also have a really, really cool network of people over there that you got to check out. Great chats. I've been doing voice chats over there, um, which is really cool because I can talk directly with you guys. Um, so stay tuned for that. And yes, we will. I'll post all these links for you so you have them. And save save these little lists of links and quotes and like just make your own little archive so that you have it documented uh, to the best that you can. Download these videos before they're taken off the web. Just have them at your disposal so that you can keep educating yourself and you can educate the people around you that are interested in being educated. Sadly, many people uh, these days have ceased having the desire to be educated on anything other than what they've been told. But hey, you do the best you can with what you got. Another short one really quickly here. And uh, this one is from The High Wire. And by the way, I, ju I just reached out to uh, Dell Bigtree's team today. So hopefully they get back to me. We'll see if we can get him back on the show. Uh, if you want, I did an interview with Dell in tw late 2018. Um, and it's on my Corona Chronicles free playlist that is on my Rockfin channel. So go to my Rockfin and look up the Corona Chronicles list. Those are the interviews that I did with all kinds of experts throughout 2020. And then I included the Dell Big Tree one there as well. And we'll see if we can get a follow-up with him. But this was just a little snippet uh, that I wanted to show you that he had on one of his recent shows. This is kind of the narrative that's really coming to the surface for a lot of the doctors. Um, in Italy, uh, the top doc says that he won't take the vac uh, COVID vaccine today. Now, this was translated out of an Italian paper. And he says, I reiterate that on the basis of the knowledge that we have today, I won't have the vaccine, Crisanti, the, di the director of the University of Padua's microbiology laboratory told Sky Television, if the data were made public and the scientific community validated it was good, I would have it. I have no doubt about it. It's a question of transparency. If you want to generate trust, you must be transparent. The more scientists complain about the lack of information and the more they demand it, the more people will show trust. Crisanti also said that he doesn't think the, vac the COVID-19 vaccination should be obligatory. Um, now, out of Forbes News, this is something that's interesting. Vaccine safety to remain unclear until millions uh, get their shots. So wow. bringing this back to the narrative here, the doctors in the long-term care facility uh, residents are the fourth phase of this trial. This is called the post-marketing surveillance phase. Uh, make no mistake, though, this is a, this is the fourth phase You're of the trial. Of the trial. So you are trial participants. You are yep. you are in an experiment. This is an experimental product, and I think you know the irony of this that when we got kicked off at Facebook, what they're saying is that we spread misinformation that puts people in harm's way. Yet every single network in the world is saying it's 95% effective. Go out and try any one of these. Go ahead. It's the greatest thing you can do. And if you're a doctor, you better take it too, or I'm going to call you an anti-vaxxer. They're literally driving people into an experimental product that has no understanding of its safety, but I'm the one and you're the one, Jeffrey, that are putting people in harm's way. I don't think so. And guess what? It's probably yep. why we're growing by the millions in our viewership. Outrageous. Well, it's important not to listen to us. Let's give the last word on this topic to a vaccine safety scientist. Um, this is, uh, she's an infectious disease physician from Uppsala Monitoring Center in Sweden. This is Rebecca Chandler. She took to Twitter 
to give a pretty interesting message. She said, perhaps watching a scientific community praise and promote vaccines based on press releases rather than review of data may actually promote vaccine skepticism. How about that? If you like that clip, then be sure to check out our live broadcast of the High Wire. All right. So, and there's many more um, experts out there. Uh, Dell had done a show about, I'm going to see if I can pull him up. Let me just pull this up. Bear with me for a sec. I think you guys need to know about this. I've spoken about it before. Um, let me just see if I can find his Twitter. Anybody still on Twitter? <laughs> there we go. Let's find this guy and let me show you. Okay. Go follow GVD Bosch, B-O-S-S-C-H-E. Check out what he's saying. This guy's a, he's an independent vaccine research consultant, vaccine discovery and preclinical research. He used to work for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. He no longer works for them. And he came out, so this is the most pro-vaccine guy you're ever going to see. He's worked in the industry for many years. He's not anti-vaccine, but he's anti this vaccine. He is not only that, he's warning the world about mass vaccination. He's worried about the vaccine shedding. He's worried about the, um, which is something I went into on Monday. Uh, he's, he's very concerned about viral immune escape. Okay, so when these types of people come out with these types of concerns, how dare any late night comedy talk show or any other talk show or any media pundit or any government official come out and say and talk to you, basically come out and say that there's no reason whatsoever to be skeptical and anybody that's skeptical is uh, just a science denier. They should have the right strip from them. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That's just a bully tactic. It's nothing more, nothing more than that. Look at this already. This is from Global News, mainstream media in Canada. Lots of George Soros money in there, but whatever. Uh, they got this. They're talking openly about this. 1.3%, according to them, of Canada's COVID-19 cases had first vaccine. Since the start of Canada's vaccine rollout, more than 6,000 Canadians have reported contracting COVID-19 after receiving a first dose, according to the Public Health Agency of Canada. This is being seen all over the world, guys. 203 people were hospitalized and 53 people died after COVID, or oh, they died of COVID-19, did they? After receiving one of the shots of the vaccine. 203 people were hospitalized and 53 people died of COVID after the vaccine. No, they died of the vaccine. The, the way they wordsmith this stuff is a crime in itself. This is not journalism in the same way that what we're seeing right now is not science. You can't come out and go, like these people were alive before they got the vaccine. They get the vaccine and then they're listed as COVID deaths because they die after the vaccine. And they say, well, they died of COVID. No, they died of a bunch of symptoms, which are showing that there's something toxic in the human body that the immune system couldn't fight that you list as death of COVID. Just like we had numerous cases of being reported that they're diagnosing people that went into motor, got in a motorcycle accident, says COVID deaths and people have heart attacks. They died of COVID. It's such a, it's such a scam. It's such a scam. So just wanted to point that out. But the fact that the media has to report this, even though they're speaking off the side of their nose at you, 
and they're trying to cover it up because we know who the media gets paid by. Let's follow the money with that. Um, who they really work for. They're still having to report it because it's just so obvious. They can't hide anymore from the fact that Florida and Texas are wide open, as are many other states, as Sweden was never locked down, and they can't hide from it. And people are catching on as Ontario and BC and Canada is locking down more and more. And we got Trudeau. I could show you in a minute what he's been saying. That you're going to need a vaccine passport to get in and out of Canada. Um, they're not producing any kind of science with that. That's the issue. So where should I go next here? I want to get through these real quick so that I can have some time with you guys. We'll see if we can have a few calls. Um, let me just reboot this little share screen. Oh, wait a second. Let me do a tab. That's better. Yes, that's how we do it. Okay, let's just zip through this one. Okay, this was interesting to me because factcheck.org was just shown to have major funding sources from organizations like Johnson & Johnson or uh, organizations that are in bed with these companies that are funding them. So they won't say, well, Johnson & Johnson is not sponsoring factcheck.org, but Johnson & Johnson has a billion dollar deal with one of the sponsors of factcheck.org. That's just how it works. You got to follow this. There was a whole section on the corruption of this fact-checking industry, which never existed before, but now exists uh, in Plandemic 2 with Mickey Willis. You can still see it on BitChute. And there's a whole great section in there uh, exposing that. And it's, it's so much of that. You can go and fact check it all for yourself. <laughs> We're the fact checkers now, folks. I'm the fact checker. You're the fact checker. So let's see what they have to say about this. They just, RT just does a little clip on it. Seems Facebook's independent fact checker may not be so independent after all. A US congressman has questioned the impartiality of factcheck.org, which is supposed to tackle vaccine disinformation because it's indirectly funded by jab manufacturer Johnson & Johnson. Who pays the paychecks of the fact checkers? The vaccine fact checkers at factcheck.org, who claim to be independent, are funded by an organization that holds over $1.8 billion of stocks in a vaccine company and is run by a former director of the Centers for Disease Control. The fact checking account responded to the accusations by making clear its funding sources. The Robert Wood Johnson Foundation is one of the benefactors and holds billions in Johnson & Johnson stock. The foundation's CEO is Richard Besser, who was a former acting director of the Center for Disease Control. But factcheck.org claims there's no interference in its editorial decisions and the foundation's views aren't necessarily reflected in its decisions. But author and liberal studies expert Michael Rechtenwald believes such connections pose risks to the public. This is absolute collusion on the part of uh, vaccine manufacturers having funding the uh, fact checkers on social media. So we're actually getting to the point where people's lives are being endangered. We've lost all confidence in the social media and our mainstream media entirely. Anything that comes into contradiction with the leftist agenda is deemed misinformation. People are now not able to get information about what's best for their health including the detriments of the vaccine 
By the way, I actually uh, had the honor of interviewing Professor Rechtenwald a couple, I think it was in 2019. We did a show on his book, Springtime for Snowflakes. He had a very interesting tale to tell about what's going on on university campuses. He was a professor in New York, New York University, and we had a really good chat. So, but yeah, just wanted to show you that. We got to fact check the fact checkers because just like everything else, there's all kinds of really shady financial interests involved with a lot of this stuff. The further you look into it, the more you're going to see that it's worse than we could have ever imagined, sadly. But by learning that, isn't that the good news that now that we know that, right? That's the whole point. So um, what else was I going to share with you real quick here? Let's just go through a few more points. I kind of, I posted everything on Twitter so that I could easily reference it. Um, okay, let me do this one again. Pull that up. Here we go. Okay, so just a, a interesting tweet from Maxime Bernier. He's the party leader of a new political party in Canada called the People's Party of Canada. He's been on the front lines uh, fighting these lockdowns and going to the marches, etc., um, and he just showed this article here that Madrid's Conservative People's Party wins regional election after campaigning on freedom and refusing to close down bars and shops during the COVID nineteen pandemic. So this is from Reuters. COVID nineteen lockdown. Oh, it won't show you if I click out of it. Okay, yeah, that's fine. You guys can go and check that tweet. I retweeted it. Go to my Twitter. Go read the article just so you get the deets. <laughs> Let's see what this mongrel's saying. Oh my God, this guy makes me nauseous. But uh, we got to do it. We got to do it. So this is what's going on with uh, the question that was posed to him. And he's trying to kind of weasel around it, which is a good sign. Okay, so I'm going to go through this video with you. Some of the things that I noticed. Let me know in the chat what you notice, okay? Down. However, uh, we also know that... Uh, as people start to travel again, perhaps this summer, if everything goes well, um, it would make sense for us to align with partners around the world on uh, some sort of proof of vaccination or vaccine certification. I love how he's like, oh, just some sort of one, some sort of, you know, we got to get some, we got to make up something that we've never made up before. You know, we need some kind of like vaccine passport, you know, what do you guys think? Is that a good idea? It was my idea, by the way, I just made it up. Uh, we need a vaccine thingy that we can identify people with. Just the way they talk about it, it's like, uh, go to id2020.org, read about it, Rockefeller documents from 2010, patents going back to 2013, the push from these industries and these people to get vaccine passports prior to COVID for stuff like measles and all the other shit. It's not like this was just invented by Justin Trudeau five minutes ago. Come on now. This has been something they've been wanting to do for a long time. They don't want you to have any autonomy to move around unless they tell you you can move around, unless you have their badges, their passports, and all their bullshit. So don't give me that shit, Trudeau. Come on. You didn't invent this. You're reading a script. You're stumbling. You don't even know what to say because you don't have any organic intelligence. Uh, we Sorry, are guys. now working with uh, allies, particularly in Europe, on that. Uh, but ultimately, it is up to every country to determine what requirements they expect from uh, incoming travelers. Is it though? Is it really up to independent countries coming from the guy who campaigned on the idea that he was going to be the leader of Canada, which he was calling the world's first 
post national state. And he's the one out there advocating for the great global reset and the implementation of the UN's sustainable development goals, which are in black and white, all about erasing national sovereignty and bringing everybody under the rule of a one world parliamentary government system that's run and owned by a bunch of unelected bureaucrats out of Davos and Rome and London and Washington or whatever. Come on. Come on now. You don't care about what other country. Oh, well, everybody country has to decide for themselves. Did every country decide for themselves really when it came to this? The only one that did was Sweden. The only one. Everybody else just kind of went along with it because they're all a part of the program. They're all getting that good cash and they're all getting those incentives or they're having guns put to their head. One of the two. Something pushed someone somewhere, pushed a big giant green button and had all of our public health officials, all of our media representatives, all the social media companies, all the fact checking websites. On and on and on we can go to march in lockstep with this agenda. It was centrally controlled and planned from the beginning. Don't talk like it's all oh, just a bunch of independent. There were variations of this experiment tried in different ways in different countries, cities, and towns. That's what it was. They tried to eliminate the Governor DeSantis of the world right up front. Took them a whole year to get to this point. But there's been experts screaming about this from day one. Sorry, I could go on and on. Let's just finish this little, this little speech here from Trudeau. Uh, we are looking very carefully at it, hoping to align. Oh yeah, you're looking carefully allied at allied countries, but I can't speak for the United States and the choices they might make uh, around who to welcome uh, into their country. Oh, his little smile. Okay, let's get him off screen as fast as possible. Okay, good. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where Canada's at with this in terms of what our government, quote-unquote, is, uh, is entertaining. They're always, oh, we're just entertaining it. I'm not sure. Maybe, you know, possibly. Oh, there's another good one. Another good one. This one was from actually uh, John Paul Rice re uh, retweeted this one. You can follow him at No Restrictions Studios or at No Restrictions on Twitter. Make sure you go follow him there. He's got some good stuff. Uh, let me bring him up. So here it is. Pfizer expected expects sales of COVID nineteen jab to hit twenty six billion. Pfizer said it intends to use its mRNA technology for other therapies and vaccines. The company is working on creating seasonal flu shots using the same RNA lipid nanoparticle technology. And they're essentially securing themselves a recurring income stream with this new technology. It's pretty nuts. <laughs> I love this one from Kyle here. Kyle Delfing, he says, why are we all just ignoring the fact that Texas and Florida are wide open and doing just fine? You know, the elephant in the room here. This is a, this is a positive thing coming out of the police in Canada. I, I may have shared this in the last stream. Uh, I can't remember, but this is from the Toronto Sun. 
These cops don't believe in arresting people for being on the street. 15 active police officers and four retirees are taking the government and their police forces to court. So this is another legal case here. These are cops policing a pandemic who are just not comfortable ticketing a woman on a sidewalk for expressing her free speech. These are cops who don't believe in believe people in any house of worship should be arrested. These are cops deeply offended seeing a video of a 12-year-old boy on a scooter being pushed to the ground at a closed-down skate park. Meet Sergeant Julie Evans and Sergeant Greg Bolinansky of Toronto Police and York Regional Police Constable Christopher Vandenbos. These officers, loyal to the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, who are among 15 active police officers and four retirees taking the government and their police forces to court over being forced to participate in unconstitutional and martial law-like lockdowns, stay-at-home orders, social distancing, and enforcement. The initiative stems from the police, Police on Guard for the organization, which has hundreds of active and retired police officers advocating for the rights of Canadians. And I've spoken to a few of them myself. That's me adding that. Um, so this is a quote from, from, I think it was Sergeant Julie Evans. These are outright violations of people's rights, said Evans, a 20-year decorated detective. It's criminalizing human behavior of people who are not criminals. So as much as the, uh, the, the news has been getting around about the sort of Gestapo heavy-handed tactics of a lot of the police that we're seeing around the world, who are all just following orders, and I think some of them actually like it. These are the brutes. We have to separate those from the good men and women that are in the police and are in the health field and are in all these areas because we're all human beings and humanity is waking up. This great awakening is for all of us. And we're glad to see it. And they are welcomed if they're standing on the side of truth, freedom, and justice. So I wanted to point that out. Let's not create a divide with the police. Let's create allies. Let's help educate. Let's talk. Let's open up dialogue. Oh, and this is just to kind of get into that history of the medical cult, the big, the big, uh, big pharmaceutical industry. This is the uh, Dr. Peter Maloney. Pfizer received the biggest fine in U.S. history of what is this? like $2 billion, like 20, that's incredible, in 2009 for bribing doctors and suppressing adverse trial results. When I say that these people are known liars and criminals, I'm not just using rhetorical hyperbole, as Linwood would say. It's fact. It's fact. Okay? Will this come up? No, it won't because it's in a different tab. That's okay. You can go I retweeted it. It's on my Twitter page. Go check it out. And um, again, I'll collect all these for you and put them in a nice post on my Telegram so you have it all. We have it all, guys. We have it all. You and I have it all. Um, very interesting point here just on the whole Bill Gates. I had to say something about it. Bill Gates getting a divorce apparently and Jeff Bezos getting a divorce. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but I thought this was an interesting point by Josh Stranger in a Strange Land, when he said, what if I told you that both the Gates and Bezos divorces are nothing more than covers to allow each to liquidate large amounts of stock at the peak of a multi-decade asset market top without raising any suspicion? <laughs> of course, it's something other than what they're making it seem that it is. It's 
just the way it goes. Oh, and then check this one. Check this one. So from Disclosed TV, Justin, New York Yankees and Mets ball games are to have vaccinated and unvaccinated seating sections. Are you shitting me? Look at this. This is segregation of society. They basically want to segregate us into compliance versus the uncompliant. And this is from the, this is literally the totalitarian cult playbook 101. If you don't see this coming a mile away, there's no saving you guys. Come on. This was a little bit, this was kind of funny. So this is just a, let's do a couple more here. This was in a Costco in Canada, I believe, or was this in the US? I'm not sure. Um, but check this out. This is starting to become a popular thing. Y'all see this? I got eight Costco employees. Is anybody tired of this tyranny? You love tyranny. You love tyranny. You get out. You get out. You get out. No more masks. 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 We're out of here. Let's leave. No more masks. 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 No more. You know what the funny thing is? In six months or a year from now, you're going to be looking for people like me to stand for you. That's right. Where's the men at? Where's the freaking men at that will stand for your liberty? Where's the men that will stand for liberty once again? Thank you for not putting a mask. Liberty comes. Y'all see this? Exactly. Well stated. People are getting right in everybody's faces and it's just going to keep going. There was another one where people went into a supermarket. There was like 20 of them. They went in. They're all wearing sheep uh, face masks with masks on and they just started going and doing their shopping. You're just going to see it changing the tide more and more as things go. So there we go, guys. That was what I wanted to show you. And uh, there's just so much more. And I'm sure you're all looking at your own feeds and intel. Feel free to post what you got. Um, let's. So we got we got some time here. We got about 45 minutes. Um, I would like to open this up a little bit. So just bear with me a second and I'm going to get the link. I have no idea how this is going to roll, but we're going to try it. I'm going to just plop the call in. Now, when you call in, the way this works is it's kind of similar to Zoom. You'll get your, you just use your link. You can use your phone. You can use your laptop, whatever your device. And then it'll have a little like camera mic option to turn on and off. If you don't want to have your camera on, you just want to call in and ask a question, make a comment, have a quick back and forth. We're going to keep it like you know, maybe short to like two minutes each or something like that. Um, and you can have your camera on or not. It's totally up to you. And I totally respect that. Um, uh, but it is something you'll have to switch off on your end if you don't want the camera. So let me just drop us in. You know what? Let me drop it in to all the chats. I'm going to take it first come first serve. Anybody wants to call into the show. There it is for D live. I'm going to do this quickly on my telegram. Just bear with me for a sec here, guys. 
I will find a better way to do this in the future, but we're just testing this out today. See how it goes. There we go. Move that. No pressure. I don't bite. We're here to have a good time. Even if you just want to call in and say hello, make a statement, whatever, totally open. Otherwise, I'll just keep shooting the breeze with y'all here. You can also just drop it in the chat and I'll do my best to moderate it all. I guess I should get some mods going, eh? Am I getting to that point? Is it big enough yet? It's hard to find good people that you can trust that aren't, uh, but hey, I'm sure they're out there. Okay, I'm just gonna throw this on my, uh, This is going to be nuts. Okay. Posting this on Telegram. Let's see what happens. Boom. It's up. Okay. Let's see if anybody responds. I just wanted to give you guys the option. I'm always up here talking and John, and I feel bad because sometimes I get so into the guest or I get so into focusing on all the tech I got to manage and my presentation and my train of thought. And I don't always jump into the comments. So sorry about that. I got to kind of run the whole thing. So, uh, anybody that wants to jump in, you're more than welcome. Um, let me just, uh, no mods. Someone's saying no mods. Is that, is that a bad thing? Mods are bad. What do you guys think? Mods good mods bad. What do you think? Somebody's saying the lockdowns are to bankrupt people so they will accept Great Reset and Agenda 2030. Well, yeah, this is this is clearly about something else. If it's not about what they're saying it is, we have to start thinking, well, what could it be? It's clearly about something else, as are most things when you're dealing with liars and criminals. Clearly, when someone's lying to you, um, oh, mods are good? Okay, mods are good. When someone's lying to you, they're going to say something that isn't true, meaning they have an ulterior agenda, which is up to you to try to figure out because clearly they lied to you and presented a false image to you of what they were doing when that's not what they were doing. So that's what, uh, that's what we got to do. So you guys think mods are good. Okay. We'll get some mods, but I need, I need someone I can trust. How do we trust mods? I got to start doing interviews. <laughs> I need to see your experience as a mod. I don't know. Um, uh, Anyways, let's see if anybody even jumps in here. Someone's saying, depends on the people watching. Once shills start badgering mods. Oh, once the shills start badgering mods are good. Yeah. I, so far, guys, I, on these channels, I haven't had anybody being out of line or anything like that. Um, I've been pretty lucky. Got a lot of good people following me. But I know the bigger the show gets, the more it brings in everybody. So we'll do it as we need. Let me jump on, uh, don't see them. Oh, you don't see them. Here, Foxhole, sorry, I didn't forget about you. Let me, uh, let me grab this and I'll put it in there for you. If anybody from there wants to jump on, call in live. Boom. Freedom Fighter is saying, I, saw, I see no reason for a mod on Foxhole. Yeah, I haven't seen any reason either. 
Foxhole's been awesome. If you guys are watching on another streaming channel, just so you know, Foxhole is updating all the time. They're getting better and better in terms of the production, but um, the people are what make Foxhole so incredibly amazing. Uh, there's just some awesome, awesome people there. I've met some really great people over there. So go check it out and, and support alternative media and support these channels that are trying to grow, trying to give us alternatives. I'll be a mod, but I'm too young. <laughs> What's too young? Are you like... Qualifications are more about, you know, intelligence and capabilities. I'm a meritocracy person. What's your merits? Let me see here. Sustainable living by 2030. Yeah, that's it. Sustainable development. Go read about it. Go read the fine print. Ah, 14. Okay. Well, welcome anyways. Yeah, you got to be 18. That's a good point. Love your spirit though. You're going to go far. You're going to go far. Anonymous glitch. You're going to go far. It carries saying, I'm too old. No, you're not too old. Don't limit yourself. Age is just a number. Age is just a number. Cool, cool. Okay, well, it looks like everybody's a little bit shy today. Don't want to jump on. Totally fine. I get it. It's all good. I just wanted to open that up. Um, and we can do it a few times. And uh, love to chat with you. Another way to chat with me that's a little less pressure because I know we're live and you know I get that um, is that I'm I'm doing some more of these live chats on telegram which is really cool because it's just like it's just everybody in the chat has access and they we can just talk we did one around the campfire the other night we should do another one of those soon um, and we just kind of shoot the breeze and talk about this stuff and it, it, I know that it helps because a lot of us out there we feel alone but we're not that's what's incredible is everybody that I talk to no matter where they are in the world about this kind of information, they're like, none of my friends have family and I'm so alone and nobody listens to me. And I'm like, you're not. You're, there's millions of you, millions, hundreds of millions of you. We're just scattered <laughs> strategically everywhere for a reason so that we can be the white blood cells that encourage health and free thinking and freedom, truth, and justice. That's our job. We might not get everything right. But that's okay because the goal is the truth. The goal is freedom. The goal is justice, right? The goal is health. The goal is to educate ourselves and everybody that we can that wants to listen. And then that's the work. You work from there. The humility that you need to pursue the truth is incredible. And that's what the scientific community lost. That's what the media lost. That's what the field of journalism lost. That's what the politicians lost. Many of the people in the police, et cetera. It's, it's a human condition where we get propped up in a false way and then we start to think we're something we're not and then we're empowered with these little cliques and things like that around us and we forget ourselves. We forget our humanity. It's easy. It could happen to anybody. It's happened numerous times throughout history. So... Uh, bright on eyes is asking, what is the link for Foxhole? Okay. Uh, just go, uh, go to my website. Well, you can just go to actually go to the foxhole.app, the foxhole.app. And then my specific channel, you'll see me, they have a bar of channels on the side. Um, you'll see that I'm live. 
But if you go to my website or my, which I have my link tree up there, all of my specific channel locations and where I am on social media, they're all there. Foxhole's there. Everything's there. So if you ever get lost, just go to my website, dwtruthwarrior.com. And by the way, while we're doing this, a uh, quick little plug here. Um, any of you guys still buying stuff at Walmart and Target and all that stuff? We got to stop. We got to find alternatives. We got to support small business. We got to support family-owned, patriot-owned companies. We got to support uh, people and organizations that do it right. And um, I've got my alliances. I've got my the people that support my channel. You can learn more about that over at patriotswitch.com forward slash truth warrior. There are alternatives. There are really, really good alternatives too. Not like just crappy alternatives that you're like, oh, fine, I'll switch there because I don't like what those big stores are doing. No, no, no. Your life can be better. Trust me. So go check that out when you got some time. Oh, uh, Carrie Lake is asking, Truth Warrior, do you find Dr. Carrie Mullis' death suspicious at all? Um, you know, on the timeline, logically, you're kind of like, wow, that was really interesting. I think it was a year before the pandemic that he passed away. And of course, for those that are new, uh, he is the guy that invented the PCR test and he won a Nobel Prize for it. And for some reason, all of the living scientists are like, no, 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 we know best. Just trust the trust the way we're testing it. Don't listen to the guy that invented it. Um, but as for his specific, I don't know the facts of his case specifically. I haven't seen any direct evidence I can only speculate, but it is rather interesting. And it is rather interesting that the whole world is ignoring what he said on video and in his own documents about how the test should be used, how it shouldn't be used. And also they missed on uh, what he said about Anthony Fauci. Okay. So that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> yeah. So guys, if you just want to chat here, let's do, oh, we got someone in here. Hold on. Boom, boom. Juan, you're live on Truth Warrior. Welcome to the show. Thanks for calling in. How you doing, David? <laughs> Very good. Awesome. It's Sean Collin from Nova Scotia. Just wanted to say you're doing a great job, brother. Keep up the good work. Oh, thank you, man. Nova Scotia. How are things over in that neck of the woods? Uh, lockdown for those who believe it, but there's those of us who live a different way. So, Good for you. Good for yeah. you. You're not alone, brother. You're not alone. No. We're going to win this. Indeed. Yeah. Still maskless here, though. Yeah. Good. Yep. That's hard to do these days still. It is. It's amazing yeah. to see the double maskers and the triple mask. You know what I think? It should be a mask based on the variants. So if it's the first mask <laughs> only protects you from the original COVID, then the second mask is for the double mutant variant. Now that there's the triple mutant variants and we're in the third wave, it should be tr three masks. And then when we roll it out, you know, it should be a mask per variant. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know if there's that many boxes, brother. I don't think there are. <laughs> but I actually, I just recently left a, a, well, technically I'm still employed with with a certain town in Nova Scotia, but uh, they won't accept my mask exemption because I have one. So I went and uh, left them and went for a small local landscaping company who never had an issue with it, work around it, no big deal. So it's nice to see that there's folks still out there like that that aren't corporate run. Yeah, that, that's what's hard eh, is this is being enforced, not just by cops and government, it's being forced by the corporations and the job, the, you know, your jobs, the different businesses, there's a big divide. But the good news, Sean, is that a lot of businesses out there are changing this. I'm seeing it a lot in the health field, a lot of gyms, uh, martial arts studios, yoga studios, 
uh, they're starting to just go, okay, enough is enough. A lot of them are just taking their fines and ripping them up and throwing them in the fire and continuing to do their business and their patrons are supporting them. And I guess it just has to get to the point where it's overwhelming in the way that it's been overwhelming to force masks on people. Indeed. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Actually, my wife last night, she came home, she uh, went to uh, treat herself like she does every now and again. I went for a small banana split at a local uh, shop and they let her go in, but they refused to serve her. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, you go in, you just oh, kind yeah. of a banana split now. The, yeah, you just, get the rona yeah, on the bananas. <laughs> so oh she said, God. I stood in here for the last five minutes and I've obviously infected everybody. So and she's a she's a sharp wit. So uh, he said, no, I'm not serving you. I'll get a seventy five hundred dollar fine. But there's still there's so many sleepy people in Nova Scotia. We do have a group here that we're in touch with. Um, there's one group called Unmask Our Children. Um, well, I, it was a group of moms that actually started it out of out of the Halifax area. And uh, Dina Churchill, have you heard of her? No. Her up for, in Nova Scotia. She was a chiropractor, and I think she was forced to shut her business down yeah, somewhere in, in, in the Nova Scotia area. I'm not sure exactly where, so I won't say. But she lives in Halifax now, and uh, she has a great group. Um, we had, uh, there was a march a couple weeks ago on the weekend. She was kind of the head of that. It went well. We, we weren't able to attend, but uh, yeah. So yeah, look her up. Leaders. Okay. Oh, yeah. If, if you don't mind, fire it, uh, fire it over to me on Telegram or something. If you got any contact for these groups, I love supporting these groups. Shout out to those mothers that are putting those parental groups together, leading the charge to protect children. It's Indeed. been hashtag save the children for me all freaking year. All my life. It, this can we put it on our Patriot switch group too? Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Yes. Uh, and glad to have you there. Hey, that's cool. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's who you're speaking with. Awesome. Right on. I oh, very good. <laughs> Fellow right Patriots. Nice work, brother. Well, thank Indeed. you so much for calling in and uh, All right, brother. We'll stay in touch. Send me those links. Okay. Also, God bless. Take care. Keep your chin up. Yeah. Same to you and yours, man. Awesome. Ah, oh, I love the people that watch this show. We got some good people here. Honestly, I talk, I talk to you guys more than I talk to people I know in person. It's amazing. It's amazing. After all this is over, we should do like a big bonfire, big like get together. I don't know. I just, I'm desiring some human contact. Uh, it's just, I'm, I'm loving being with my family at home and with nature and talking to people online, but there's nothing like having good old fashioned conversations eye to eye with people, feeling the energy, going to concerts, you know, going out to the cafes, doing that stuff. I miss it. I miss it. Uh, oh, we got another caller. Let's bring him in. Ginfinity. Welcome to Truth Warrior. How's it going? Hello, hello. You were on the air. Welcome. Oh, and we're gone. Okay. No problem. Hit and run. That's okay. Uh, feel free to call back in, though, if you, you had something you wanted to say. Uh, someone is saying this is the link about kids. We got some people posting a lot of good stuff in the chats. Very good, very good. All right, guys. Well, I got an announcement here um, on Monday. I'm going to be bringing on one of the guests that we recently had on Unslaved. You got to go check out unslaved.com. It's premium content, 
Um, it's a project that I do with my good friend and colleague, Michael Tessarian, who's a walking, living library of all the stuff you were never taught in school and uh, or church or anywhere else. And um, we had on Beth Martins, who's another fellow Canadian. She lives in Manitoba. Um, just an amazing woman. We had her on to talk a lot about philosophy and the hero's journey. A really, really good episode. I want to bring her on this public channel to talk about bringing back the spirit of freedom, bringing back the spirit of the entrepreneur, and what she has done to um, drastically change her life this year in a lot of different ways. And she's just an incredible person. And uh, she's also fighting for freedom. And she's championing a lot of really amazing causes. So I'm going to have her here on Monday's show. And um, I'm really trying to see if I can get somebody big for Wednesday's show. But I got a few irons in the fire. We'll see who we can get. I know a lot of you guys send me guests like, hey, can you get this person on? Can you get this person on? I would love to have all kinds of people on. It's just a matter of if my email gets through. Because a lot of these people that everybody wants to hear from are getting inundated right now for good reason. Because these people are in high demand. Um, so getting through that firewall is always difficult. You kind of need an inside scoop on how to get in touch with some, certain people. So I always do the very best that I can. Uh, a lot of people that I would personally love to talk to just cause I'm curious. Uh, but I'll do my best to bring the best types of guests that I possibly can that can help, uh, give you some very valuable information on a variety of different subjects. Um, and so, yeah, stay tuned for, for more of those great shows. And then I think that we're going to wrap this up. Um, that was pretty much all I wanted to tell you guys is there's always a mix of good and bad information out there and news and all that kind of stuff. Don't get stuck too much in that. Remember to take time for yourself. Keep yourself strong and healthy. Remember, freedom is an inside job. It starts inside of you. Uh, make sure you're exercising right. You're eating right. You're, you're living right. You're giving your mind space to think on its own. You're not just listening to me talk. You're not just listening to all these other people talk. You allow your own mind to sit with ideas, to think for itself, do that as much as you can. Um, and we can take this back one inch by inch if we start working on ourselves and, and then keep doing your own research. Think just, this is one thing I want to stress is that the solution that I think we're going to see is going to come from the ground up. And that means it comes from every single one of us, what we do, the actions we take, uh, what we support, what we don't support. That's where our victory is. Uh, it's what we have control over. I wish, you know, sometimes I could just push a button and we could switch everything back, but we can't. This is the challenge that faces our generation right now and our world. And, uh, so we, you can only control your sphere of influence. So be the master of that sphere. Be the master of your own sphere of influence, your own life, your own mind, your own health. You take it back one step at a time. It all starts with the way that you think. And that's why you have to learn how to have a lot of value and respect for yourself. If you are in a position where you are lacking that, uh, that's why I've been emphasizing for many years now, the important role of your own personal, spiritual, dharmic, personal development, whatever you want to call it, path where you can learn how to self-actualize, where you can create from the deepest parts of you. If you get creative, uh, you'll switch your energy field up real quick. If you're always stuck in doom and gloom and despair and depression, 
you know, you're not churning out the energy that you need to get through what, what we're doing and what's coming next. So, you know, that's why I keep emphasizing it. The solution starts with you. Um, and don't be dismayed by the ups and downs of this roller coaster that we are on. Just be an observer, just observe you're, we're, a, we're, a, we're a team of observers on the planet that are watching things unfold. And, uh, and then we're taking notes and then don't just stay in observational mode, then take action in the fields that you can take action in. If you're somebody that's on the inside of any of these institutions, organizations where you have influence, use your influence. And if you can't do it publicly, talk to people like me. I'll be the voice. We are the new media now. The mainstream media is finished. It's finished. You're going to see. Uh, we're going to change it up. So thanks to everybody so much for supporting this show, for tuning in. Please help me share it out. Get the word out about this amazing, uh, these amazing platforms. Uh, check out all my stuff at dwtruthware.com. And probably in about 15 minutes, I'll gather all these links and I'll plop them over on my Telegram so you guys can have them at your disposal. Uh, and with that, I hope you all have an amazing weekend. And let's survive this together. All right? We'll catch you next time on Truth Warrior, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Cheers.